0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Drink of Ages radio show. I'm your host, John Dinman, and this is your weekly beer and music show. We sit around, we do sample in pint glasses some pretty tasty beers from around the area and actually from across the nation. And we also bring in some pretty badass music every single week. So kick back, enjoy the show. We're going to have a good time tonight. Hope everybody is drinking something good out there. I, as a matter of fact, right now I'm having from Cycler's Brewing Company, which happens to be a guest in the studio, (laughs) and is the sponsor of this episode, the 5511 Double Red L. It's a delicious beer. I highly recommend everybody going out there and trying some. So like I said, our guests tonight from Cycler's Brewing Company, we have Clay Wicker and Sean Powers. They're hanging out here in the studio.
1: Glad Glad to be here. Thanks for having us.
0: And our music guest tonight is the Randall King Band out of, you know, the, way out there in Lubbock, Texas. I don't know if you guys go out to Lubbock. Yeah. Guns up. <laughs> A little guns up. <laughs> out there in Texas Tech area. Yeah, Lubbock's not very close. When you start looking at how long it takes to get from Houston to Lubbock, it's like, well, you could drive halfway across America. You <laughs> Through about five other states And go the same distance but.
1: Yeah, Sean's out of Hobbs Pretty close yeah. to over there That's not far Went
0: to Lubbock to go uh, school shopping When I was a kid all the time So <laughs> Made <laughs> the that big, trip make the, make the big trip to the big city of Lubbock, Texas Do yeah, school shopping It was the big city compared to Hobbs <laughs> So what was it like growing up out there? Uh, it was dusty Hot in the summer You little, get snow every once in a while would, though I was going to say We'd get a little bit of snow in yeah. the winter Nothing to brag about. <laughs> <laughs> so what was what was the fun things to do living out there? Can you we talk what? about we, it, or are there no, people listening? I don't, listening? Mind, li- I don't <laughs> mind talking about it. Uh, we would actually lived out in the country, so I would ride dirt bikes and bicycles. That was the things to do.
1: Sounds like a natural fit.
0: Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Well, you got a Cyclers Brewing Company up there in the beautiful part, Montgomery. Not, not too far Houston, out of National Conroe. Forest. Yeah, about. That's a good 45 minutes to an hour drive north of Houston. Depending on traffic. <laughs> Sometimes two hours. That's
1: right. <laughs> With the Renaissance Festival going on. Oh, maybe, that's right. Maybe longer.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that traffic for that. I know that once you get around, like, Lone Pine Brewery up there, uh, you might as well just stop and go have a couple beers because you're going to be sitting there for a long time in Magnolia. That's right. Getting that in and out right. of the Renaissance Festival. But, and so... Montgomery, Texas. You guys opened up the brewery. That was 2013. Can you believe it? No, I really can't. I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about it earlier. It's like, man, uh, the show's Drink of Ages has been going on for almost three years now, which blows me away that they still let me do a show about beer and music (laughs) on any station. And, man, you guys started. It wasn't long the first time you came on the show that you had just opened up. That's that was right. back on the old News 92 days. And we
1: still had our, what we like to affectionately uh, refer to as our ghetto brewery back then, where we were brewing small, small little half barrel batches. And uh, just to get everything, you know, ready for us to go to our commercial equipment. Just about the time we came on and with you guys, uh, that's when we got our commercial equipment in. So, yeah, it's, we've been running ever since. What's your uh, brew house? What size is it? It's an eight and a half barrel brew house, but we have seven what's referred to as 17 barrels uh fermenters so uh we've got to work quite a bit to stay up but we're right in the process of upgrading everything and it's just been a sprint
0: i mean i would imagine so because i mean even in your normal lineup of beers i mean how many
1: do you have we've got actually 10 if you include our you know our our barrel age products as well
0: yes that's brewing brewing pretty often
1: It's brewing very often. It's watching our brew cycle times. It's acquiring a whole lot of cooperage kegs so that uh, we have a place to store this stuff when it comes out of the fermenters and continue on brewing again. So, yeah, a lot of times when we brew, too, if we are going to barrel age, you know, it just goes right into the barrels and that eliminates uh, any further storage capacity at that time for what six, seven, eight months, whatever. Uh, as an example, we got our big Russian Imperial stout. That's due out, uh, the first or second week of December. And we got some old forest or bourbon barrels that it's been aging very nicely in. So, you know, that kind of frees up a little bit of capacity, but now since we've went into package, our cans, our domestic wit and our red, our 5511, uh, it has just pushed us to the very brink. So we're going to hit our capacity this year for our equipment and definitely need to, to upscale.
0: Are you looking at another brew house? Oh,
1: we are, we definitely are. What we're doing first though, is uh, we're making somewhat of a quantum leap. You know, we're going from 17 barrel tanks to 50 barrel tanks. So uh, just do the math on it. We're gonna be doing some 24 hour a day brewing uh, to fill those tanks up, Uh, especially our bigger beers like our red or our stout that requires more brews because our brew house is a little smaller. the, the depth of the grain bed. Without getting too technical here, we can't make it too big, or it'll just overpower the system. Right. So that's why we need that bigger system, and we're not going to know what to do with ourselves for not putting in sixteen, seventeen hour days.
0: And you know, just as a consumer of your beer, uh, it'd be good to just have more of it around. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's the other thing too is kind of expanding our footprint. Uh, we've gotten tons of requests, you know, from new accounts. Uh, we're actually only in. 30 of the top hebs uh in the houston market and surrounding areas because we, w- we just wanted to start with that and expand out from there and then when we get our new equipment uh we'll be able to go even further so we're looking forward to that yeah Maybe it's kind of exciting baby steps
0: baby steps we're talking with clay and sean from cycler's brewing company in montgomery texas uh, Baby steps indeed uh, from, especially where you started off, like you are saying, you started off brewing in a little half-barrel system and just just to get the recipes down, how much change did you have to do or or how different were the half-barrel recipes to where where you are right now?
1: You know what we found uh, in our case, the most difficult thing was scaling up to like from say 5, 10, 15 gallons up to 30 gallons. Once you hit that 30 gallon threshold and you got those numbers down, then it was relatively easy to scale up. But it it took a few times. You know, we we tweaked a little bit. Typically in our hop uh, additions, our bitterness, some of our beers was a little too bitter, you know, on the front end of our line. But now they've kind of mellowed out, got lots of great responses from people. And uh, you know, when we scale up to our larger system, well, the efficiency will be that much better, so. You know, we're looking forward to that as well.
0: And you guys actually get your water from a
1: well. That's actually, you know, most brewers uh, that produce great beers, by the way, even in the Houston market, um, they take a style of beer and they add certain ingredients to the water to try to replicate that style of water to create that style of beer. And we took a little bit of a different approach. We took our water profile the way that it is. And we specifically designed our well to get it deep enough and pure enough to where we would have mostly a neutral water panel to where we could design our ales around that water source. And so really what we winded up doing, other than the obvious filter filtration processes of water going through carbon filters and whatnot, is by just using a little bit of phosphoric acid to control the pH in our beers, and that's about it.
0: Not bad. Yeah. Well, well water is... If if you are able to get well water just to drink anyways, it's so much better.
1: It really is. You know, when it comes up out of the ground too. If, if anyone's ever had an opportunity to to watch a well being drilled, in our sense, uh, the most beautiful black blackish gray cobalt sand that comes out. You can just see the natural filtration process and just the pure quality, you know, of the water that's coming out of the ground.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. It is. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and come back. We'll still talk with Clay and Sean from Cyclers Brewing Company. This is Drink of Ages. I'm John Demon. Everybody, take a quick break, grab another beer. We'll be right back.
2: Well, my name is Randall King. I'm a Red Dirt artist here out of Lubbock, Texas. It's my first time down here at the Old Firehouse Saloon playing full band, and uh, I'm gonna play you guys some tunes. This one here is called Another Bullet.
4: on the horses you can't have no spirit here they're shutting down away life that stood a lot of years progress is gonna get us. if the smoke and the whiskey don't You'd think that they'd leave us well enough alone So set the free range and smoke You might as well just let it go You can't work and you can't ride Cause there ain't no fields left to run All the fences done gone up there. It's getting harder to find tough. There ain't a scuff on no boots. Seems these days that I'm. on back and break hard labor and callous hands if you've got a problem step out back and take a chance so set the free range up and smoke you might as well just let it go All the fences done gone
2: Some of this 1155 here. <laughs> hey guys, David Graham here from Carbock Brewing, inviting you to check out the brewery after our recent expansion. We're now open seven days a week Monday through Saturday, at 11 to 10 p.m., and Sunday, noon to 10 p.m. For more information on tour times and, of course, delicious food, visit our website at www.carbockbrewing.com or
0: follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Carbach Brewing. Cheers.
2: Pull supplies for your branded merchandise. Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cast Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855 376 7638 or check them
0: out at Alright, Drink of Ages, we are back on. We're still talking with Clay and Sean from Cyclers Brewing Company. And you know, all your beers. Is- They're all, I mean, the name of your brewery is Cyclers Brewing. So you're a good cyclist related brewery. All your beers are named after different things from the 5511, Mm -hmm. which, you know, the the cyclists out there know what that is. You have the Breakaway IPA, the Ride Hard, which is a great name, the uh, Domestique Wit. The derailer, which you barrel aged that one too. Yes, we did. And that is a phenomenal beer. That's a good one. Yes. The Abbey Miel, Belgian style Abbey. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about some other names that are bicycle related. because like, I I do ride my bicycle every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will get it out and I will ride it around. And I, can't I, was, thinking, wait to hear this. I was thinking like what would be some good names for Uh, And I thought, you know, uh, Tandem, that would make for a great double summer pills. There we go. You know, let's call it Tandem. Uh, The other one I thought of was Pedal Clip Fell. And that one could be a nice blonde L because once I got my bike, my first bike was with the clip-in pedals. I was riding around Montrose and Westheimer, and I was pulling right up to Montrose, and there was this family sitting there at the light waiting to go across. There was this convertible, two good-looking women <laughs> sitting right there at the light, nice blonde hair, good-looking women. I pull up all dressed up in my bike outfit, roll up beside them, didn't unclip my pedal, and <laughs> fell right beside them. Just fell right over. Did you
1: fall into you the didn't car? The I didn't hit the on? car,
0: but at that point, it's like, all right, here uh, that just happened. So, you know, that, I think that's happened to more people, not just me, I'm hoping. The pedal clip fell. That would be a nice name. And then the, um, another one I thought of that would be good is called the Taint Relief.
1: The Taint Relief.
0: <laughs> because those bicycle seats, after riding them for a little while, there's a soreness that happens. <laughs> that People, they, they say it's like a familiarity. you got to get familiar with it, but I, I've yet to become familiar. Maybe I don't have my seat
1: right. Do you have any pictures of you in spandex? Uh, yeah, when I was like
0: eight years um, I don't know, like 13, 14 years old. something like that. I don't know. Maybe in my wrestling days. But no, I, I need to get some more spandex.
1: That'll help. That'll kind of help you a little bit with that seed issue.
0: Does it? Is there a Gen- special pad in those spandex? There, there
1: is, well, there is pad in the, the spandex. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm having a visual here, John.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's going to be a good visual. That's a
1: that's a great. But uh, I totally lost my train of thought, but it has to do with padding. When your bicycle seat, number one has padding, then your, your shorts have padding in it. Typically least is best because you want no movement, you want no friction on that seat whatsoever. So typically you should be taking it right off both sides of your cheekbones and really if you're pedaling, if you're fitted properly to your bike, if you're pedaling at a proper motion, if your arms are in such a motion to where you've got a good balance to you, you really shouldn't have that much going on in the butt side. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So well, then, then, then maybe it then is just me,
0: but I bet you I bet you I'm not the only one that goes You're after not. a big long ride I and mean, that's getting even funnier to say that my butt hurts.
1: <laughs> it's something that a good imperial red will help at the end of a ride. Yes.
0: Yeah, so for that
1: one, I don't know, for
0: for that one, I was, yeah, it's got to be a very strong beer. So another, you know, imperial red, Barrelage. something that, that's so, right. Yeah, that's those were the three names I thought of today that would be, you know, maybe if you're interested, you can have those names and use them for a beer in the future.
1: Yeah, we may have to acknowledge you on those names. Uh,
0: that's okay. No, no, John's Taint Relief. <laughs> I
4: don't
0: know about that one. Oh. Uh, uh, so, anyways, so uh, you guys opened up 2013. What is it going pretty much how you expected it would go?
1: It is. I mean, we, you know, we didn't take the approach to blow out of the gate. Um, we wanted to number one, establish our products in the market, make sure people were cool with our products, uh, get our recipes down where we wanted them and then expand out from there. Kind of look at it from a long term, uh, growth aspect. And we feel like we've done that. We've got pretty good distribution now, uh, gaining more distribution, especially, you know, through our packaging process. Uh, we're getting them into high visibility areas like HEB, whole foods specs, uh, and there'll be others to follow as well. So, you know, once that starts happening you start slowly growing, we can't grow so fast that we outgrow our equipment and then all of a sudden we get different equipment in and compromise our quality because that does nothing but tick everybody off and it, really confuse the public.
0: It does. It does. Yeah, there there's, there was a brewery that didn't last that that happened to a couple times. Uh, they're, they're just, you got to stay consistent.
1: Well, it's unfortunate. It can be, you know, a little, a little stressful and painful at times because while you're, you are while you're using smaller equipment, you're, you're working your backside off. It's, there's a lot of hours. There's a lot of uh, effort that goes into it. And, and isn't then, there a, then when you get to that point, you know, it, it's a good feeling whenever stuff's going out the door at a record pace. Yeah. But uh, you come really to see the point that, hey, uh, we've got to scale this equipment up. <laughs> well,
0: and also just the consistency is harder on a smaller system.
1: You know, some would say that uh, we cook on on fire, on propane, and we feel like we've been doing it long enough now that uh, we've got pretty much everything dialed in, and we feel like for the most part, ours are as consistent as you can get craft beer. You know, you're dealing with agricultural products that change constantly, whether it's hops, grain, uh, different things happen in the brew house, but we should be able to replicate our recipes within reason to where you know, it, it's almost negligible. I mean, really, if you think about it, the largest brewers in the world blend their products. So uh, even they have those issues with the most sophisticated brew equipment in the world. So a smaller little fish in the sea, we got to keep good detailed notes and, and press on.
0: Well, one, one thing that happened to you guys pretty much real early is that you signed on with Silver Eagle, mm-hmm. which is a giant distributor down here, and that had to be a big help.
1: You know, that was we were very fortunate to gain a partner like that and they've done us a really nice job. Uh, it's been a great working relationship, good team effort. And I remember, uh, when John Johnson and the silver Eagle team, you know, came out to our brewery, it's, they kind of had a look on their face, like where in the world are we out here? But, uh, after they tried our products and we went through the whole process, uh, we were very fortunate, you know, that they actually approached us about coming on with them and, you know, it's, it's, it's been a really good relationship.
0: Well, it's good to see your beers at a bunch of different stores. It's good to actually have, I mean, we have five taps right now at Firehouse Saloon.
1: Yeah, really Taring good. Your
0: beers. I need to get off this 5511, but this is a second pint. It's just so damn tasty.
1: Yeah. You know, there's just, there's not that many Imperial Reds in the Houston market, and it's this, this, This beer is kind of a unique beer. Uh, Imperial Reds, within the spectrum of where they fall from a stylistic point of view, uh, they can be really, really hoppy and bitter. Uh, We chose to kind of be on the lower end of that. We wanted some bitterness. I'm kind of a chocolate and roast guy, so we've got a little chocolate and roasted malts in there, a minimal amount. But we wanted that little hot bite on the end, although it's not an IPA. So it kind of makes it unique from a hybrid style and... It is our lead beer. We get lots of compliments on it. We love it, and uh, we're, we're glad and very appreciative that the public likes it.
0: Well, what's going to be next for you guys? What's, what are we going to see in cans or hitting the? Uh, well, you the know, taps? Right,
1: right now we've got our domestic wit uh, that has just been mandated for HEB, and it is in the coal box. Our fifty-five eleven, which has been in there, and. Uh, I think what we're going to do—we've kind of went back and forth on it—but I think our derailleur is going to be the next thing in the cans. So That'd there's be not a great idea. There's not that many dark beers in cans, and the ones that are out there, I found are pretty good, pretty good products. So we wanted to join that market as well. So that's going to be our next step.
0: What about the barrel age derailleur? We have draft only.
1: We have that. That's going to stay draft only. Uh, we are in the process of acquiring, a, you know, a bomber bottling line. So some of those products that traditionally have just been in draft are going to go into 22-ounce bombers, and you'll, you'll see those at some point next year. Hopefully by the summertime, we're going to have those in the, in the stores.
0: Right, what about the tap room? Are you guys going to open up the tap room where we can actually come you know, up there and have we, some pints? We have
1: went back and forth uh, over that. Kind of the unique setting we are, we're inside the Sam Houston National Forest. We're actually surrounded by National Forest. Uh, it's on a very large acreage track. Uh, we wanted to keep the federal government happy, too, without having 500 people out there every weekend. But uh, we've had special events out there. We've had the South Texas Brewer's Guild associated meeting out there several times. And it's always a great time, a very relaxed setting. And to answer your question is yes, I mean, we are going to do uh, periodic tours out there. Uh, we've had several of the tour bus uh, companies contact us about coming out there as well. but. We invite everybody, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram for the announcement of those times, and when you do come out, we really hope you're going to enjoy yourself in a very relaxed setting, uh, hang out, have some great beers, we're going to have some great food trucks out there. Uh, Tina wants to cook for everybody, but I'm not going to let her. Uh, <laughs> she cooked for the whole South Texas Brewers Guild, and it's, it was a really a, a great event. And but she can uh, cook, too. Yeah, she can make some pretty good stuff, but we're going to have some music out there. Hopefully have John out there with his microphone and everything else. I think we
0: just need to do an overnight camping trip up there. <laughs> there you All go. Right, yeah, let's do that. We'll open the brewery up, bring some bands.
1: If we did that, then uh, some of us older ones would probably think of Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen pretty easily out there.
0: I'll try to keep my pants on. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm not saying I'm guaranteeing it, but... Yeah, I'll do my. Ba- Maybe I'll wear spandex.
1: There we go. Yeah, we'll do a do a loop on the Criterion course out there, and we'll see how you do in your spandex.
0: Flannel shirts and uh, I don't know spandex. Dancing around a fire. That sounds like a good time. at Cyclers Brewing Company. Absolutely. It, it well, is.
1: It is though. It it really is a great. It's a great setting out there, and we really have appreciated all of our loyal customers' patience with us while we. We get all of those details worked out, but we are really, no one wants to have that as much as we do. So once we get all that lined out, we'll definitely let you know.
0: All right. Well, the website is cyclersbrewing.com.
1: Cyclersbrewing.com is the website. Lots of apparel and stuff that hopefully you'd like to have on there. Uh, Of course, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Cyclers Brewing. Uh, Shoot, send out a shout to us. Let us know what you feel if you're out in the area. Uh, if you find yourself in the middle of nowhere up in the Sam Houston National Forest, hey, give us a call or shoot us a text or something. Uh, you never know. You might just get to come up there and uh, hang out for a bit.
0: I appreciate you fellas stopping by, hanging out at
1: Firehouse Saloon. Great, John. Always appreciated. Thanks yeah. again for having us. Uh,
0: look for John's Taint Relief in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we get back from this break, Randall King Band will be in the studio. Everybody go get a beer and stay tuned. Drink of Ages. Be right back.
4: Growing in the the fishbowl looks like the dead sea in my home The wallpaper's been peeling off It's duct tape hell and it won't stop It LG you to leave for a cane and a load It's a hard living out lane It's been all downhill since you left the old airstream. Coffee pots turn green, it's a hard living night lane. And the drive to town's been slower, I've been taking the John Deere mower. Cause you can't take a truck sitting on sitting block wheels. The washers on the front lawn. Got yeah, mad because it wouldn't turn on. It's something else the neighborhood will probably steal. It's a hard living island. It's been all downhill since you left the old airstream. And the sink it's full of my coffee ponds turn green. It's a hard living out of lane. That's normally where a solo would take place. Whistle or something. Damn. The AC window unit. When I plugged it in, I blew it. Now it's 110 and I'm sweating on my blue ribbon now. It's a hard living lane It's been all downhill since you left the train. Yeah, this old ass Yeah, the toilet's broken, looks like a murder scene. Woo! Little country
2: too.
0: One of my favorite places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub on Wa. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, eight national crafties, eight imports insiders. Five fancy pans, specialty brews, one mead, and one cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner, and don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world-famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, Rudyardspub.com.
3: Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K at adamandeve.com.
0: What's up, everybody? This is John from Drink of Ages Radio Show, and a local brewery for you to go out and try is from Cyclers Brewing Company. It is the 5511 Double Red L. What makes it a double? 7.9% ABV does. What makes it red? Well, actually, the roasted malt that they used is what gives it the red color. 5511 is a medium body beer that balances well with the piney bitterness from the hops. Available in 12-ounce cans and also on draft at your favorite places. Don't forget to tune in to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5. Drink of Ages, we are back on in the studio from the Randall King band, we have the man himself, Randall King. Yes, sir. What's right here in the flesh, man. man. Not yeah, a lot of man. How was that how was that drive down
2: from Lubbock, Texas? <laughs> long. Long and uh, boring up until you get about to Austin. Because everything, everything north of that is just flat. And then you sit in traffic. Yeah. And then you sit in traffic. and it's horrible. Yeah. People flip you off and start cussing at you, throwing their drinks on your van. like, hey, "Man, some... I gotta clean that." You know? Yeah, like Austin, they're like, "Oh, a bunch of hippies." Everything's no, man. Those people are mean <laughs> out there. <laughs> they are, man. They're not. They're not that nice. Some of them are. There's some. There's a good select few out there. No. Yeah, the, the the older Austin. Driving in Austin is horrible. Driving in Houston's not that great either, man. No, no. Yeah. I almost got clipped two or three times. down that. Uh, I ten or whatever that
0: is there. Oh man, rough. Like yeah, fourteen lanes and people still can't stay in their own yep. lane. Uh huh. No, that was horrible, man. Everybody's um, texting and driving. Yeah, and I'm sure like up there in Lubbock, you really don't get a lot of traffic like you do. No, you cities. get a
2: lot of small town thinkers in a big city though, and it makes it makes yeah. for some weird driving. It makes it makes for crazy people just going too slow down like interstates and stuff. That can make you crazy and not paying attention, but. And you get like the college students in there that drive crazy, mixed in with the slow people, small town people. It gets a little rough, man. It's scary. Yeah. Is that where you grew up? I grew up in Amarillo. Okay. Uh, two hours north of uh, Lubbock, Texas. There, and uh, I actually originally came from a small town called Hereford, and uh, they were known for the Hereford cow. And it was a terrible town. Smelled smelled terrible. <laughs> cow. There's a, a lot of cow feed over there, you know, and uh, cattle yards. So it smelled really bad all the time. We used to not even be able to keep a pool, man. It would turn green on us. It was was a gross town. So I got out of there and left and never looked back, man. Went to Lubbock and claimed it as my own.
0: Not a a bad little place to play. I mean, Texas Tech, for a lot of years, they have a good football team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Texas Tech is a great town, man. Great people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Have you ever been over to, uh, oh, man, what's it called? The Craft House. The Craft House? Is it? Is it here or is it in no, Lubbock? No, it's in Lubbock. It's in Lubbock. Yeah. I don't think I have been to the craft house yeah, It's yet. one of those places, because, you know, being the beer connoisseur that yeah. I am, or just beer drinker that I am, yeah, uh, you know, try to look up different places to go, and my nephew went to Texas Tech, and I was like, man, I need to go up there and see him so I can yeah. go hang out over the craft house, because it's supposed drink. to be a good little I need, spot. I need,
2: to, I need to go see my nephew so I can drink some good beer
0: right Exactly. Now.
2: That's always a good excuse for a trip there. <laughs>
0: Well, let's talk about your music for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Old Dirt Road, you came out with that. That was a debut EP in 2013.
2: Yeah, we uh, actually recorded that at Texas Tech down in the basement. They have a little studio called Crossroads there, and if you were a student or you had somebody in the band that was a student at the time, you could record there for free. And So we actually went down there and, and put that whole record together down there in the basement of Texas Tech, and it was really cool, man. But uh, yeah, we released that. It was our first record we put out in 13, and. It's got a really good chunk of who I am, but you grow a lot in three years, you know, and uh, we're working on a new a new record right now up in Fort Worth and, uh, it's going to be a lot more country, a lot, lot better.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're excited about it, man. Kind of changing it up just a little bit. I mean, like you said, you bit. do definitely grow up three years. I mean, once you oh, yeah. refine, like, you, you come up with your songs and you record your EP, yeah. you play those every night, Oh yeah, for years, and then, then you and they change up, on something. you. They
2: develop into different things. Develop you know, the show for the else. purpose of the show, you know. They develop into different things, but uh, you know, and you also you lose band members here and there, people part ways and move on, and and you really got to find yourself as a songwriter. So uh, uh, about a year ago or so, I kind of stepped back from the band a little bit and started writing tunes more, and really found who I was countrywise, went back to my roots, and uh, that's what this next record is going to be, man. Very country. Very original, cause I, I mean I grew up on '90s country, so I like a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, uh, that's what we try to stick to.
0: What did you do differently? I mean, how, how did you like when you set back to write a song? Like, what, what was your what was your mood? Like, like how did you set that up? Did you like go in the woods to write a song? <laughs> did you go to sit at a bar write a song? Did you just Honestly, hang out the man, room? like uh, I
2: drive a lot, and so when you drive, I write tunes, man. Start I, thinking. Yeah, I just drink a little cup of coffee and get going and start writing tunes. I don't promote, like, texting or driving or anything, but uh, hell yeah. for the sake of the song, right? <laughs> you might as well write it down and try to remember it. But uh, voice memos, those two, those help a lot. Yeah.
0: I write on those. When you're like, sitting by yourself. Sometimes, you know, when you're by yourself, man, the brain's the most dangerous place it, yeah. to be.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a little scary
0: sometimes. But yeah. There's always a good song that comes out of it. Yeah, That's that yeah. true. That is true. So you're working on your next release right now.
2: We are. We're actually, uh, like I said, up in Fort Worth, we got about... 11 songs down right now that are going into the final production stages and then uh, about five or six more that's going to be thrown down so we'll have a couple records getting ready to be made here pretty soon and uh, we'll release our next single in january and i'll go on radio tour and start promoting that there but it's, it's good man we got a lot of good things coming up for us here
0: so you moving a little bit more away from the rockish bluesy style yeah then? the
2: first the first record was a little more rock i had a lot of guys in the band that were Trying to trying to push us into a in a different direction than I, I really wanted to go, and uh, you know we you know people part ways and find yourself like I said, and uh, the guys I have right now the best band I've ever had man country and uh, we got steel guitar on stage and
0: old can't lead, beat old us, lead, so oh yeah man can't beat
2: that the uh, lead guitar picker he's real country he's chicken picking so he's it's a lot of fun man it's different it's yeah. good
0: well uh, I mean don't ask her tonight that did well it did well
2: for us man uh that was the first single we released off that record there in Lubbock and the uh, the station that that really helped us out with that is uh 105.3 the Red Dirt Rebel up there and they've got a big fan base in Lubbock and uh it's, it just he hip, hooked us up on 105.3 and that single stayed at number one for like I think two months or so and it stayed in the top five for three months and on uh on their little top five of five it's pretty good man did did really good for us got a Built up a little bit of a fan base, so
0: yeah. Talking with Randall King, band the man himself, Randall King. Yeah, hanging out in the studio, yes, having so. I'm fifty-five, eleven from Cyclers Brewing. It's pretty good, man. It's not it's bad. Good. It's a
2: little little bitter,
0: and I like it. It's got a little little yeah. a little bit of a hot bite to it, yeah, but yeah, at a good nine percent. Yeah, man. Seven. double red, seven percent. Seven nine. Your Clay shot, is correcting me. Nine. Oh, oh wait! My, that is why I can't get it right because what I'm drinking is nine percent. That's and why I And you're almost was...
2: done with it there. You didn't share it.
0: I know. I don't know what happened. So I'm looking over there, calling him Jason. He's not even responding because, like, that's not
4: his name. It's not my name.
0: <laughs> uh, that's because Cyclers Brewing Company works. Yeah. <laughs> It'll so, get you there. Yeah, it does. Um, so, like, uh, you're doing this full time now. Yes, sir. That's all I do, man. You got a lot of shows coming up all yeah, we, over the place.
2: Yeah, yeah man, we've uh, we've been in New Mexico and uh, up in Oklahoma. We're trying to uh, get up into Kansas right now, and trying to get a little bit more national with it. But uh, right now, yeah, we play all over Texas, man. This is the first. This is our first time coming down here in Houston, and uh, we're excited about it for tonight. It's gonna be a good show. You gonna go play over at Hobbs? New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if there's a legit bar in New Mexico, man. There's you're like talking a Philly about you play Station. Like play outside the Philly Station. Uh, a little sushi place. Yeah, over a little sushi there. place. Do some acoustics, though. That's about it. I don't know about full band anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's. We got a lot of dates coming up, and some some really good things coming moving forward on us. So we're excited.
0: Any more dates over here down in Houston? Yes, uh, I believe we're back here February. It's another
2: Thursday. I want to say it's February. Uh, fourth or fifth. It's like I think it's the first week of February. We'll be coming back down here on another Thursday.
0: Excellent. Yeah, it's going to be good. Excellent. All right, well, uh, before you start playing, man, do you have any rituals do you do any, like any special drinks or something that is, do you have a go-to before you start your shows?
2: It depends, man. If I'm tired, I throw a Vegas Bomb back. If I just kind of in the mood to write songs or something, I need to focus on my show, I still go ahead and start drinking some whiskey and coke and get a little loose, you know, and focused on the songs. And uh, other than that, not really, man, not really. Put no. the contacts in, put the hat on, get ready to go. So whatever you're in the mood for, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> not a r- ritualistic guy.
0: Yeah, well, RandallKingBand.com is a website. Yeah, videos on there. Spotify. Yeah. Spotify. Uh, we're on Spotify. A lot Spotify, of music on there.
2: ITunes, yeah, uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, it's at randalkingband. Snapchat RKBand. We yeah, have some cool Snapchats.
0: Look for the next release next year.
2: Yes, sir. 2016 early.
0: All right, yes, badass man. Appreciate you hanging out. songs are great. Yes, Looking sir. Looking for thank you thank to uh, live stuff on stage, man. It's yes, going absolutely, to be It's gonna be good. All right, we're here at Firehouse Saloon. This is Drink of Ages. This is talking to. Randall King, Randall King Band. So he's about to take the stage. We're going to take another break because I am out of that 9% beer, and it's probably time to <laughs> go ahead and grab another one. Might bag it off a little bit, go back to that fifty-five, eleven, <laughs> Yo, tasty brew. Only 7%. Long night ahead, right? Yeah, yeah go, go <laughs> more of a you know, little hangout drinking yeah. beer. Drink of eight is, we'll be right back. A song called Baby Goodbye. Mm.
4: Searching within my soul I've been praying for the strength to go Girl, I know I'm letting you down My reputation precedes me I'll oh, Prayin for the strength to go. Thank you
2: guys very much. Appreciate that.
0: Our friends up at Southern Star Brewing Company have a fantastic IPA out right now. Honesty of Reason is a limited release available in 12-ounce badass cans or on draft. This tasty IPA is 6.8% and will not leave you disappointed. The Simcoe and Emerald hops give honestly a reason exactly what you need from an IPA a punch in the mouth of citrus and pine. Also, don't miss the Black Crack Release Party happening at the Old Brewery November 21st. It's going to be the last party at the Old Brewery. You've got to get there. SouthernStarBrewing.com. Drink of Ages knows that craft beer fresh from the brewery comes in kegs, not bottles or cans. If you're not going to a bar tonight, take home a Growler, 64 ounces of kick-ass craft beer. At Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, they fill your Growler with a revolutionary system that keeps oxygen out and all the fresh, delicious goodness in. Keep your favorite beer fresh for an entire year, assuming you don't open it and drink it. The freshest craft beer in Houston is at Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, 1005 Wall Drive.
3: Pops are sexy. Welcome back, craft brew lovers, to Drink of Ages.
0: Hey, Drink of Ages, we are back on. I am John Denman, and this is the last segment of the show, which uh, really enjoyed the show tonight. It's been a fun time. For one, I mean, Cyclers Brewing Company. You can't get much better people than Clay. I mean, they're just, just fun, fun place. And you know what? I think it's time to plan a Drink of Ages event where we all meet somewhere. We take a bus out there. We hang out. Maybe we camp out and have a fun little weekend over at Cycler's Brewing Company. If you haven't tried their beer, get out there and try their cans. They have several different cans that's available. But you can also find a lot of their stuff on draft at some of your favorite places to drink at. This segment happening right now is Houston Press Space City on Tap. Yes, this is sponsored by Houston Press. And actually, let me just go and make a quick plug. If you're interested in sponsoring part of the show and being part of this thing we call Drink of Ages, send us a message. Send us a message, man. We, we can definitely take care of you, and you will absolutely reach the best beer drinkers out there, not only in Houston, but we have 4,000 people in Germany listening to this show. So, I mean, we're worldwide on Badlands Radio and ESPN 97.5. But back to Houston Press, Space City on tap. November 21st, Saturday, is the Black Crack release party at Southern Star Brewing Company. Black Crack is barely buried hatchet, and it is delicious. You get to try this year's in full specialty glass, 2014 serving, and a Black Crack single-barrel 2015 serving. Plus, music and food trucks will be on site. This is the last event being held at the old brewery, and if you haven't seen any of the pictures of the new brewery, We're going to go up there soon and we'll post those on Facebook because New Brewery is beautiful. Huge tap room. I mean, it's just going to be a gorgeous place up there in Conroe. There's going to be music, food trucks. Like I said, uh, southernstarbrewing.com to get your tickets. It's going to be one hell of a time. Creeperfest. I know it sounds like a great time, but it's happening at House of Creeps, November 28th. Three stages of badass music. Eighth Wonder Beer. $10 gets you in and you get to enjoy all the fun. Beer, music, everything. Hooligancollective.com for tickets and also check out their badass t-shirts they have for sale. No label is turning five years old. It's amazing that they are five. Time flies so fast for these little young breweries. But they are turning five. This party is going down December 12th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $40 and that gets you dinner, special glass, live music, and beer. Over 30 beers on tap for the party, limited number of tickets are on sale, nolabelbrew.com. And speaking of no label, do yourself a favor, do yourself a favor, and grab a bottle of Perpetual Peace if you see it. The stuff is pretty damn amazing. Uh, Speaking of amazing beers, Buffalo Bayou's Gingerbread Stout is out. You need to go out there and get some of that. bring it to Thanksgiving because it is a phenomenal beer, and your grandma will love it. Thank you everybody that came on Cyclers Brewing Company for stopping by. Clay Wicker and Sean Powers, man. That was, like I said earlier, man, hell of a brewery. Great time. You need to need to go up there and check them out, get their beer, and look for a drink of ages event happening up there at Cyclers Brewing Company in Montgomery. Music S, Randall King Band. Badass band out of Lubbock, Texas. Look them up, get their music. Next week, next week we're gonna have another badass show. Santan Brewing is going to be hanging out. And our music guest is Whitey Morgan. So that's going to be one hell of a show next week here at Firehouse Saloon. Check us out on Facebook, drinkofages.com, and get your tickets to that. You can listen to podcasts sponsored by Buffalo Body Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com. Get out and grab a six-pack of the 5511 Double Red Ale, which actually I don't think comes at six. But I think it might be four-packs. But either way, just go out there and get some of that 5511 because it is delicious from Cycler's Brewing Company. We will be back next week live at Firehouse Saloon on Badlands Radio and ESPN 97.5. Go Texans, go Rockets. Everybody drink the good stuff. Talk to you all next week.
4: Well, I've been working on long, hot days. I get them early. I come home late. But you're not around. I ain't waiting on you. It's been two years without much luck. Trying hard to move on up at business. Chain. To bring to- The cloud don't mean there's rain, these tears in my eyes don't mean there's pain, don't flatter yourself. I'm over things aren't always what you see. You can't believe everything you read off of my for leaving me oh but that's alright I ain't waiting on you because I don't need your touch Ellen, I don't I'm home to you but you're not around but I ain't waiting on you.
3: Thanks everyone for listening. Be safe Houston and support the craft beer industry and your local homebrew supply store.